Greetings to you and welcome to this episode of Grace Podcast. I'm Timothy Muse, creator of Grace Life Coaching, and I will be your host today. It's great to have you as we spend this time together. Thank you for investing in it. Uh, thank you for putting the time in. As I've always said, time is our greatest commodity, and the fact that you are using some of your time to invest in this, I want to thank you for that. I want to thank you for that willingness. I want to thank you for your willingness to do that. I want to thank you for staying involved. This is episode 75. This is my 75th episode you know, most uh, most numbers and statistics say that podcasters quit after six or seven, but here we are at episode 75, and I have so much more that I want to say. So I'm thankful that you're staying in. I'm thankful that, that you're connected. I'm thankful for that you're listening, tuning in. If this podcast has any meaning to you, then I would encourage you to share it out there. Share it through your social media posts. If you connected with this through Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, I would ask you just share it out there. Share it out on your feed. That's how social media works. Social media works by one person taking one thing and sharing it in front of all their all their friends. So you could affect put this out there in front of five, six hundred people, depending on how many friends you have. So I would encourage you to share it. I'd appreciate it if you share it. Tag me in it. I'd love to see where you're at. I'd love to see where you're connecting from, where you're listening to. I know I've got some people listening across the country. Uh, I know I've got some people shouting out there in Washington who are sharing it out there. Thank you. I got some connections out in California. I know that, you know, I'm showing some some spikes in, in Russia, which is really cool. Uh, uh, so share it out there. Wherever you are, share it out there. I'd love to see where you're at. And uh, for those of you who are listening on one of the platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, follow us. Follow the podcast. Uh, give us a rating and review. Every positive rating and review uh, is an indication that people are listening and that the platforms will then see that. And then when someone else is searching for uh, coaching or mindset, then then the, the platforms will put us up there. So that's how we grow. That's how that's how we grow. The more people that listen, the more I'm driven to do more of the work that I'm driven to do so that we can all grow together. So it's really awesome. Thank you for your willingness to be involved. And if you want to reach out to me, if you want to get a hold of me, gracelifecoaching.com is the best way. That's the website. It's got all the contact information on, my contact information on. So, so hit me up. Love to hear from you. Love to chat with you. Uh, if you want to do some coaching, love to see what we can do together. So absolutely, definitely. So thank you once again uh, for your willingness. And thank you for staying for so long. Like I said, 75 episodes, that's really awesome. It really is. One of the podcasters that I listen to, I've been listening to for a while. She's got almost, she's got over 500 episodes out now. Uh, and, you know, listening to her excitement as she was going through 25, 50, 75, and I thought, wow, that's really cool. Well, here I am. And, and, and for me, it's exciting. It's exciting to know that, you know, that this amount of time has been put into it and this amount of work has been put into it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's by your involvement that I'm willing and capable of doing what I'm doing. Uh, if you're not listening, then I'm just talking to myself. And uh, I talk to myself enough. I don't need to hear the sound of my voice recorded any other time. So this is a, a podcast about coaching and about life enhancement. You're listening to this because you want to be better. You're listening to this because where you are, it may be good, but you want it to be better. You know, whenever I talk about better, better, better is a loaded word because we, we live in a very binary world to think that better means worse. So if I want to make my life better, it means that my life is worse. That's that's certainly not the case. Uh, making your life better, striving for your life to be better, is your life can be very good. You just want it to be excellent. Take it to the next level. Take it to the next notch. Take it to the next piece. 
It is not supposed to be a criticism or a judgment on where your life is now. It is just a statement to say that where your life is now can be better and we can all be better. We can all find areas of our life where we can be better, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, whether it's relational. We all have areas of our life that can use energy and application to it. And that's what this podcast is all about. That's what coaching is all about, is finding those areas and and really kind of leaning into them and seeing about enhancing them, helping them to grow, helping them to be better and stronger. So that's what we're all about here, and that's what uh, that's what this is. And so today, what I have, I've seen this a couple of times come across in a couple of different ways, uh, and so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna present them to you today. Maybe you've seen them, maybe you've thought about them, and there's really no you know, uh, it's it's the five things to quit right now, and there's really no explanation to them. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna list them. I'm gonna put them out there, and and talk a little bit about each one of them because I think is uh is 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 really important i think the five things are really important and really necessary and really um really really powerful so i'm going to put them out there we'll talk about them one at a time so the first thing the five things to quit right now okay the first thing trying to please everyone this is important it really is um you know a, a lot of people who are feeling burnt or or, or tired or strung or just, you know, really struggling. They're people pleasers. Nobody likes it when someone is upset with us. Nobody likes it when someone is unhappy with us. We Very few people like conflict, thrive on conflict. There are those who are out there. But most people would prefer a passive, a passable, a peaceful life. So what we do in the process is we try to make everybody happy so that nobody's mad at us. Well, that sounds like a really good idea in theory, but it is exhausting for one thing. Uh, And it's not possible, okay? We can't please everyone. And there's a number of reasons for it, uh, mainly is because everyone is different and we're different. So if we're trying to please everyone else, we are in the process sacrificing a portion of ourselves, okay? So don't try to please everyone. Don't try to make everybody happy. Now, I'll caveat that with this. Don't intentionally hurt people, okay? Don't intentionally hurt people. You know, I lead a Bible study, uh, a weekly Bible study. As many of you know, I'm a pastor. Uh, and I don't, uh, this, isn't a, this isn't a Christian podcast, though there's a lot of Christian undertones to it. Uh, this is a coaching podcast, but I'm true to myself. This is who I am. And, you know, if you're just tuning in and this is the first time you've heard that and that bothers you, then I'm sorry. Uh, that you're bothered by it, but I'm not sorry for who I am. Um, But I lead a Bible study every Wednesday, and I say to the people in the Bible study, I say, you know, I don't wake up on Wednesdays to say something that's going to make somebody upset. That's not my vision or my desire, but I'm not going to hold back in order to keep people happy. All right? I'm true to myself, and I'm true to my understanding, and I'm true to how I live. And, and, I, and, and again, I'm not out to hurt somebody. I'm not out to hurt anybody. But I'm also not out to hurt myself in order to keep everybody else happy. When we try to please everybody else, when we try to make sure that everybody around us is happy, usually we are unhappy. Usually there's a portion of ourselves that we're sacrificing in order to do that. Because the only way that everybody else is happy around us is that we... we curtail to all of them we give in to whatever anybody is looking for and that is unsustainable 
So the idea of trying to make everybody happy or trying to please everybody, it's exhausting. Uh, again, it doesn't mean that we're out to make everybody mad. No, 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 no. It's about being true to ourselves. It's about being authentic to who we are. Be authentic to who you are. Be authentic to your beliefs. Be authentic to your likes. Be authentic to your visions and your goals and your dreams and your gifts. Be authentic. And that authenticity will then draw people around you that will either support or enhance you. And there will be those who don't like it. And that's okay. They're allowed to have their opinion. Everybody's allowed to have their opinion. Just don't change yourself in order to live into their opinion. That's not being true to ourselves, And that's not, I mean, and that's really not going to move us forward in any way. Okay? So the first one, trying to please everyone. Don't try to please everyone. Be true to yourself. Be true to your goal. Be true to your visions. Be true to your beliefs. And you will attract those who are important and necessary in your life. Number two, fearing change. This is another one. This is an important one. Fearing change. We, we, we as humans are comfort beings. We want to be comfortable. We want to be static. We want to be um, the same. We like comfort and status quo. But change is necessary. Change is really the only constant in life. Every cell in your body is going to change. The world around us is going to change. So don't fear it. Just learn how to deal with it. Learn how to trust your experience and trust your, your, your vision and trust your knowledge. Look at change not as something to be afraid of, but as something to be curious about and wonder over. So many people are so afraid of change. They fear change so much that they hold themselves back or they build such a small little ball. Uh, so don't fear change. Don't be afraid of it. When we understand that change is an inevitable part of life, and not only that, but change can be beautiful and wonderful and absolutely necessary. You know, a butterfly doesn't be, isn't born a butterfly. A butterfly is born a caterpillar. It needs to change in order to become beautiful. A rose just doesn't sprout a rose. It has to change. It has to grow. It has to mature. The same as us. If we were to stay in one place, well, then that would, it, it, the world would pass us by. We can't be afraid of change. Now, again, like trying to please people, you know, we just don't go out and change for the sake of change. That's not going to be helpful either. Change is necessary, but we grow into it. We grow, we expand. So, but we don't want to fear it. We don't want to fear it because what we fear, we're going to run from. And if we run from change, then we're not going to better ourselves. As a matter of fact, we're going to worsen ourselves. We're just going to decay because we're not willing to advance or grow. So the second thing on the list is fearing change. The third thing on the list is living in the past. Living in the past. You know what? Our past is beautiful. All of our past is beautiful. Some of it's painful. Some of it's beautiful. It's filled with memories. It's filled with, with worries. It's filled with you know regrets and guilts and joys. Uh, and it's all part of our being, you know, our memories and our, our journey to this point, all part of who we are as a person. It makes us who we are. The cumulative d days and weeks and months and years, the decisions we've made, the joys and the failures, or the successes and the failures, the joys and the sorrows, all of those put together make us who we are. They have all cumulatively rolled up into who we are now. 
And we're going to take who we are now and we're going to propel it forward into the future. But living in the past is just pouring in energy into something that we can't fix, can't change, can't control, and probably wasn't as good as we want to make it out to be. I mean, let's be honest. You know, we can't go back and change the past. We can't go back and relive the past. We can't go back 20 years and relive. I mean, I'm, I'm in my early 50s. I just had a birthday here recently, and I can remember what I was like in my 20s, but I can't go back and be my 20s again, nor should I beat myself up now because I'm not in my 20s anymore. You know, the past 30 years between my 20s and now, I have earned the right to grow into where I am, and I've earned the right to look forward into an experiential life of what is to come. But if I live in the past, if I live in my, and oftentimes, let's be honest, let's be completely 100% honest. Most people who live in their past, some of them live in the nostalgia of the glory days, of course. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, remember that song, Glory Days? Yeah, that's pretty much what it was all about. But many live in their past, dwell in the mistakes and the guilts and the shame their past is a piece of shame, always trying to correct that which had been done already, that can't be undone. Living in the past is ignoring where we are in the moment. Living in the past is putting present energy into things that we cannot change, that we cannot recraft. We can over and over in our mind write out what we would have done or not done, but living in the past is still the past. We can't change it. And we lose the power of everything going on around us now in the moment. So the past is important because it's a guide. It's a, it's a path for us. We look back on experiences and decisions we've made and we make different decisions and we live in different ways. The past is important. We don't want to forget it. We don't want to, we don't want to wash it away. We don't want to wake up tomorrow morning and forget who we are, but we don't want to live in it either because life is about moving forward, not about moving backward or dwelling backwards. What's behind us is behind us, and we learn from it, and we love it, and we hold on to it, but we don't live there anymore. Think about a car. You know, you have a big windshield and a small rearview mirror because you got to see what's going on in front of you, but looking behind you, you just need glimpses. You just need glimpses. But so many want to hold on to the past and look at the past as it was better than, than it is now. Well, judging what was versus what is, again, is a fool's errand because what is is what is. Whether it was better or worse, this is where each one of us are at. So living into the past, living in the past, is just pouring energy into something that will never be able to come to fruition because you can't go back and change it. You might be able to, uh, you know, uh, redact it. You might be able to revision it to some degree, but you still, the pain is the pain, the scar is the scar, and the memory is the memory. So living in the past isn't going to get you anywhere into the future. Now, remember, if, if, if we're listening to this, if we're thinking about moving forward into a brighter, better tomorrow, these are some of the things that we have to do. So stop trying to please everyone. That's a lot of wasted energy and you'll never get anywhere. Stop fearing change because change is all around us. It's all a part of our reality. Be curious, be loving, be in wonder. And third thing is uh, stop living in the past because living in the past is, uh, is just not going to, it's not going to propel into your future. 
The fourth thing is putting yourself down. Stop putting yourself down. Now, this may seem just like, duh, but at the same time, we are the first to put ourselves down. Now, let, 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 me, let me break this down a little bit. Let me talk about why this is. Why, why, why would we put ourselves down? Well, it kind of goes to, you know, where we're, some of what we were talking about, you know, making everybody else happy. You know, pleasing everybody else means that nobody's mad at us. And if we do something that 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 might make someone mad at us, if we put ourselves down first, then we don't give any room for them to be mad at us. All right, it's a protective mechanism. You know, if we make fun of ourselves, if we talk down to ourselves, if we spiral ourselves, one, we never have anything high expectations for ourselves. We never look ourselves positively. But then we need we leave no room for anybody else to to be upset or disappointed or hurt. You know, they have to spend their energy kind of lifting us back up rather than saying, yeah, you know, um, but when we put ourselves down, all we're doing is talking trash to ourselves. You know, we're just beating ourselves up, usually for superfluous stuff, ignorant or, 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 or unnecessary little things. But if we don't have a positive view of ourselves, and if we don't speak positively to ourselves, we are not going to get that anywhere else. Maybe someone will have a positive view of us from time to time, and that's awesome if we can find people around us that, that are our cheerleaders, but we need to be our own cheerleaders more than anybody else. It needs to be our voice, our narrative, because our voice is the one we hear in our head all the time. And when our voice is constantly dogging us and talking down on us and putting us down and making fun of us and, and, and poking us, how can we live every day and how can we think about being better when the narrative in our head is just tearing us down? We can't. We can't move forward when that narrative is just dragging us back. Now, this is not to say that we should Pollyanna everything and we should always just be great and happy and always speaking well of ourselves and never questioning ourselves and never holding ourselves accountable. Absolutely not. We all need that self-narrative to push us, but that self-narrative pushing us needs to be specific, direct, and have an ending. So if I make a mistake in something, then I need to be able to look at that and say, I made a mistake. That wasn't the best thing to do. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to be better and I'm going to move on. But I can't keep coming back over and over. You made a mistake. You made a mistake. I can't be holding on to a mistake two, three, four, five, six, eight days later, two years later, 20 years later, pounding myself when I don't deserve that. So stop putting yourself down. Stop looking at yourself like you are the worst. Be your own cheerleader. Be your own person to pick yourself up. Be your own person to speak well and joy into you. Even if it doesn't seem authentic. Even if it doesn't seem authentic. Speak well to yourself. Stop putting yourself down. The world is happy to do that for you. So stop putting yourself down. Speak well to yourself and of yourself. And the last thing that this list has, so this is the fifth thing, and that is overthinking. Overthinking. Now, this is, again, I mean, it really kind of is all cumulative. You know, living in the past, overthinking decisions that we've made, overthinking. You know, 
we are thinkers, of course, um, and we take instances, situations, we play things through in our head, what have you. However, oftentimes things can just get stuck in there and just roll around and around and around until what was beautiful becomes terrible. Until we overthink something, we overthink a decision or a word or a conversation or a relationship or an interaction to the point where it just drives us insane. Overthinking is a really difficult thing to deal with. That constant dwelling on something over and over, it can become paralyzing. It can become, it, it can create some, it, it can create a moment where, you know, it, you just, you don't want to move. You can't make a decision. Uh, you can't take an action. You, you're paralyzed. You're stuck. It can lead to depression and anxiety. It can lead to other mental health disorders. Overthinking is a, it's just that, that constant running that narrative over in your head over and over and over again and even when people tell you that that it was fine or it was great you know the overthinking just undoes that it just undoes it. it it just takes it all away keep hitting my microphone here sorry about that it just undoes all of that and and so what can happen is what actually is there overthinking will undo and then and then it, it, it can sabotage everything if you want to move forward, if you want to be better, again, and, and let me give you a perfect example, okay? So here I'm talking about being better, all right? Um, about looking at our life and saying, we're good, but let's be better. Well, overthinking says, are we really good? Is my life really good? Well, I mean, I did this four years ago, and I did this 27 years ago, and I did this last week, and and I shouldn't have done this, and, 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 and you know, or what have you, and just thinking over and over and taking that premise and tearing it down and tearing it down to the point where I've just come to realize, you know what, I'm not very good. I'm not even going to try. Because I'm not very good to begin with, I don't have any good information, I don't have any good building material. When that's not true, but our brain just wants to go there because our brain can be kooky dukes sometimes. I mean, our brain is not exactly the, the it's not always the best thing to listen to. You know, <laughs> don't always listen to your mind because your mind isn't always right. Okay, so, so overthinking can be, it can be paralyzing. It can be constraining. Um, and, and then you don't move, you know, worry, fear, anxiety just drives you into paralysis. All right. So, so as, as we look to be better, those are things and, and, and look at that list. I mean, it doesn't have to be that everything that, that you're doing all of this, maybe there's some things, you know, you're not doing it, but there are other things that, that you are. So it doesn't have to be one through five. It can be one, two, and four. It can be one and three. It can be three and five, but on that list, what are the things that are dwelling in you. That's the point of bringing them up. That's the point. Again, and this is not a clinical podcast. This is a coaching podcast. So, so if there's something there, it's like, wow, I mean, I really am an overthinker. Start digging into how it is to become an overthinker. What causes overthinking? What causes wanting to live in the past? Uh, they're there. And then how to overcome them, how to find a way forward so that you can be the best you, so that you can be better than you were yesterday. And that's what this is all about. You know, please don't hear me in any way, shape, or form calling anybody out, questioning anybody. I'm not pointing the fingers in any way. This is all, what I'm saying is that if you're looking to strive to be better, then where are these five things in your life? Are they there? If they are, if any one of them are there, then maybe it's time to start working through some things to get rid of them so that you can be on a better track, on a stronger track.
All right, my friends, that's what I got for you today. I hope this is helpful. I really do. I hope that this gives you some idea of, 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 of where you might be able to dig in a little bit and find some avenues and some paths. Um, as always, please share this out there. Get it out there if you think this is helpful. Direct message somebody if you need to. If you want to reach out to me, you can do, do so through the website, gracelifecoaching.com. And as always, at Grace Life Coaching, we want you to be the best you.